0: Gigi, we're like totally live what's up you guys and welcome back to the podcast Ooh, so proud of us for not saying welcome back to my channel can we can we just get a little encouragement for that yeah I'm really proud of myself because usually I'm like welcome back to my channel um, but I know that our podcast Lately have been very like serious kind of podcasts and I wanted to do something a little bit fun I actually went to go see taylor swift at the tribeca festival and I wanted to talk about that, but something um Something that I just watched is making me want to talk about this and I don't know Maybe I will upload this later Like in another week or two or maybe i'll upload it this week I don't know, but I just I really wanted to talk about this. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with alicia marie. She's a youtuber She is a pretty famous youtuber And she has a podcast with Remy ashton who is also another famous youtuber and They have a podcast that they also film for youtube and I was watching one of their podcasts And alicia had a complete breakdown. And I feel like, and I know that this is going to sound really bad and insensitive and I promise you, I don't mean it that way, but I feel like we've seen Alicia have a lot of breakdowns before. Um, not to the point where anyone would be decent or maybe somebody would be desensitized to it, but you know, I feel like I've seen her have a lot of breakdowns and meltdowns But this one that she had on the on this podcast was the very first breakdown that I felt like Holy crap. This girl is really really struggling so alicia marie is a youtuber that I have Watched over the last 10 years on and off um me watching her Would go from a high to a very low to I had to stop watching her for several months if not Possibly a year or so And it was because when alicia first started out. She was super relatable She was just like every other girl, I guess on youtube like not having a lot of money Um, she was in college and she was talking about like DIYs and stuff like that and like hacks and like going to target and like just things that I felt like I personally could relate to. And then YouTube became like a career and not everybody was able to make it to that career space. Or height, I feel like, but Alicia was one of them that could. And with making it her career, she was able to create revenue. (laughs) And next thing we know, we see Alicia going from her pink bedroom to being in an apartment with her sister to buying a house, a five-bedroom, massive house with, like, a pool. And I just felt like the more successful she got, the more unrelatable she got and it wasn't anything of her fault obviously you know like she was doing great and I was very happy for her but I started to feel like I'm watching something so unattainable and it's just not making me feel the best about myself if I'm 110% honest right And then flash forward a few years ago, she had a burnout and she posted a video where she was crying about being burnt out. But I do not feel like she was as vocal and as honest as she was in this podcast, right? So all I heard was, and I know this is going to sound really, really bad, but all I heard was. Oh my god, I have to make videos I have to travel for work I have to do brand deals and I get paid somebody's Triple version of a salary in one actual event and i'm tired and I need a break and it it didn't click for me like I didn't understand and I didn't understand it for a lot of reasons, right? but then what bothered me? the most and I did a youtube video on this right and when I did the youtube video on this my youtube channel was doing nice it was nowhere near hers but it was doing nice because my pretty little liars videos had picked up and I decided to talk about this topic and some of her fans watched my channel which was really weird to me because I'm like we don't do the same kind of content like I literally sit in you know a basement that I was renting at my grandmother's house (laughs) like (laughs) like I just felt like the quality of her content the quality of mine were not on the same caliber so I couldn't fathom anybody who watched her videos watching mine because like to me it just didn't make sense right but apparently some of my viewers did watch her videos. And so I made a video about my aggravation with the fact that she had done a video talking to a bunch of YouTubers about how they are tired. Right. And at the time I was much, much younger. I was in a completely different place and I was really aggravated. And what angered me the most about this video was the fact that she had shay mitchell in this video and shay mitchell had just started a youtube channel not even a year and she had a videographer and an editor and a producer she came into youtube she came into youtube number one with so many fans because of pretty little liars so she didn't have to work to create her fan base like alicia did right She came in with having the money to have producers and cameramans and editors. So I felt like of everybody, she was the last person that should have been in that documentary, and I think that she was the last person that should have um, been talking about burnout because I just, I didn't get it, right? And obviously, everyone is allowed to feel however they want, but where the disconnect was for that empathy for youtubers and especially alicia was the fact that she was not super honest with us about how she was feeling and she doesn't have to be right like she doesn't have to tell us everything however when you are putting out content of you shopping Every day and you being able to go to the juicy, um, juicy couture. What, what is this? 2000. You're able to go to the Gucci store and you're able to go to YSL and you're able to walk into these places and buy things the same way that somebody will walk into target and buy an apple. It made you completely unrelatable to, in my perspective. And it just seemed like you were so ungrateful and bratty about happening to Work. Right, and the way that I saw it at that time, and there was a lot of reasons why I saw it this way. But you know, you you get to go on these brand trips where you're going to Tahiti and you're going to Bora Bora for different makeup brand deals when you aren't even a makeup guru, but yet you're getting these perks and benefits, and. There was a lot of reasons why I was just very irked about what she was doing. So to show all these happy moments and then all of a sudden, like, everything is just so hard. Like, it, 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 I didn't understand it. (laughs) I didn't understand it. I really didn't. And I was at a place in my YouTube career where I had gotten this huge following. Well, it wasn't a huge following again, but this is huge to me, right? I had went from having one or two views on my Pretty Little Liars reviews and like virtually no comments to having 30K per video, if not more, and like hundreds of comments. And this was something that I had always wanted. I have literally, literally have a presence on YouTube, even if it wasn't on my own channel, because fun fact, I didn't start my YouTube channel on my own channel. I actually started on my best friend's channel. So I've had a YouTube presence online, oh goodness, since I was about 17. I was about 17. And I just felt like I was putting out content. And I was trying to be relevant and I was doing all the things that I saw her do and she was soaring and I wasn't and I was so frustrated because I would put so much effort into these videos and nothing was coming of it, which Remy talked about in the podcast. and We'll get to that in a second, but nothing was coming of it and it wasn't fruitful It felt like and then Pretty Little Liars came along. My channel started soaring. I started getting that engagement. I started getting that the views um, and then Pretty Little Liars ended and I couldn't retain the the view count and I couldn't retain. And it was like someone had dangled a carrot in front of my face, something that I had really wanted and something that I had tried to attain for so long. And then they snatched it away from me and I was so upset and I was so hurt And then, you know, she turns around and she makes this video and having absolutely no idea that she was struggling behind the scenes. It just seemed like you are so ungrateful and it is so unfair. Like it is so unfair. Like I have to work a nine to five job and then come home and film and edit and I am exhausted. I'm working two jobs and only getting the payment for one. (laughs) It just... And you got to live this life that I've been trying to attain. And I had a lot of resentment towards her for that video. And I made the video and I tried really hard to be respectful in that video. But her followers that did watch my videos were upset. And I took it as, well, you're upset because you're a fan of hers. Like, are you even hearing what I'm saying? And... I ended up taking the video down several months later, not because of her, but because that video that I had made was not something, was not a representation of me I wanted on the internet, basically. And so for a long time, I would not watch Her videos I unfollowed her on all social medias and it really sucked because I always liked her She just always seemed like that girl next door that was just so down-to-earth and so chill and then she got to this point where she just seemed like what like She just didn't seem relatable anymore and I stopped watching her And I stopped listening to the podcast. I unsubscribed to everything and I don't know what happened I always did enjoy her vlogmas though. I'm not gonna lie um, and I think it was 2020 maybe I wanted to check out her vlogmas to see what she was up to because I hadn't looked in a long time and It was it was it was quarantine like we weren't doing anything in 2020 So that was not a good time to I guess go back and check. So I left it alone in 2020 i've talked about this in Multiple different podcasts. I was struggling with my own mental health and I had to take a step back from social media in general, um, not producing podcasts for you guys, not um, producing content on Instagram. I had to take a step back and I really needed to evaluate a lot of different things. And once I started to get better mental health wise, I said, you know, I wonder what Alicia's doing. And I watched some of her vlogs. And there was one vlog where she sat down. And and it's actually not up anymore. And it's really sad because this this vlog was so vulnerable. And for the first time, I, I felt like I could hear what she was saying and what she was talking about and understand it. It wasn't her suffering in the back and producing all these, like, Amazing videos where it looks like her life is perfect and then randomly just being upset or feeling Overwhelmed when that wasn't something that we saw Before like here. She's being vulnerable and saying this is how I feel I feel like trash and I feel like da 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 and I watched the video and ironically enough. She did this video in Brooklyn, New York She went and did a solo trip to Brooklyn and that's where she sat down and did this video and i'm like for the first time, I felt like I could relate to her again. I was like, I also feel like trash. Like, I feel unmotivated and all these things. And so after that, I started to kind of just, like, backpedal and see what she's been up to. And I also started taking um, – I also started do taking – I started seeing a therapist. And I started reading my Bible more. And I started praying more. And I started to feel – Creative and now when I look at her channel I look at it as something different I look at it as Here is a woman because she's no longer a girl. Here's a woman who has a very good mind for business She's very business business savvy Alicia Marie and she has this great eye For marketing and all these things probably from all the years of doing YouTube honestly and now when I look at her vlogs I'm feeling motivated to to question why I'm not feeling creative (laughs) because YouTube and social media and all those things were always such a great outlet for me and it forced me to sit down and question myself and I realized that for me I was not happy because I wasn't producing content that I wanted to produce right aside from pretty little liars um I wasn't producing the content that I wanted to produce and I wasn't happy. And everybody's always talking about you got to have a niche and you need to niche down. And it's something that even one of my great friends, Leah, who is a social media manager, is telling me all the time, Do you have to niche down. But That is very, very hard for me because this is a hobby. And my niche for me is talking about and doing what I want to do and and. Talking about what I want to talk about. That is my niche. Um, And I realized that I was so angry at Alicia in the past because I was resentful towards her. And listening to this podcast even tonight, I realized I had this resentment for Alicia that I didn't even realize that I had. I just thought, she's so ungrateful The reality is I resented her for being tired. And Alicia, I'm sure you will never hear this podcast. And that is absolutely okay. But I have to apologize to you for that. Because how dare I get mad at you for being tired? And the podcast tonight, she was so raw. This girl started crying. I'm sorry, this woman started crying and like going on tangents. And there was so much of myself that I saw in her, Um, the doubt, the people pleasing. And for the first time in a very long time, I felt like I can relate to you. I know exactly how you're feeling. And I felt like such a jerk for being so aggravated. At her for being tired and I could sit here and say well you know it wasn't my fault because she should have been more honest with her viewers I could say that but in my opinion that would be really jerky because at the end of the day whether she decided to disclose how tired she was or not YouTube is her full-time job so as long as she's pumping out content she is working and she was pumping out content very often. So that means she was working very often. And she had every right to be tired. And the one thing that I've always loved about Alicia Marie is the fact that she had a drive for YouTube. She had this passion for it. And as she was rambling about it, I heard someone who was tired and who needed a Break not just the one month that she took from vlogging. Like she needs a break. Like you know, I work a nine to five and I get very tired working my nine to five. I'm not gonna lie, and there are times when I'm like, you know what, I need to take a vacation. That's what she needs. Where I don't see my coworkers, (laughs) and for her, it just so happens. Excuse me, it just so happens that for her, not seeing her coworkers and not seeing all of that means backing away from social media and you know there were a couple of things that was said in that podcast that really resonated with me and I just saw so much of myself when she said that she's gone on vacation and she's taken a step back and she still can't figure out why honey it's because you're avoiding it and I I know you said you're in therapy and I'm sure your therapist has said this to you but every time you took a vacation um it sounds like according to that podcast, every time that you took a vacation to try and sort out, you know, saying to yourself, oh, if I take a vacation, when I come back, I'm going to feel motivated to want a podcast. It just sounded like you were using vacation as a coping mechanism for the stress that you were feeling about not producing a video. And Remy asked her, do you feel resentful? Because she did sound like she was resentful. And she said, yes. To a certain degree, she's resentful because she felt like she was a guinea pig. And something that Remy said that I really appreciated was that Remy said we're often considered the OGs, but there were actually people that were before us. It's just that they didn't stick it out to get to where we are now. And I really, really appreciate that because I remember when I started my YouTube channel way, way back in the day, um, before YouTube was... You know anything that you could make money off of it was just something that I did for fun. I was getting views I was getting nice views um I just never thought of it as a career for me I never thought that it was something that could become a career and I do wish that I would stuck it out even so much so to the point where one of the quote-unquote og youtubers i've talked about this on my instagram, but i'm just gonna say it here my life is ava she reached out to me, um, back when it, when this was a trend on YouTube where you would go and you would look at somebody's video and you would comment on their video and then invite them to go see your video. And that's how I found out about my life is Ava. I had no idea who she was, but she commented on one of my OG videos and said, Hey, I really like your content. I would love if you were to check out my content And I did check out her content and her content seemed pretty good But the issue was that that connection wasn't a genuine connection because after that I never heard from this chick again and she has gone on to do wonderful things Kudos to you. My life is ava. But when I think about situations like that I get very resentful or when I think about how consistent I was and how hard I worked on those videos doing the green screens doing the editing paying for adobe and um really trying to create these mass productions and not seeing any fruit come from it but then you know alicia marie will do a vlog for 10 minutes where she's sitting down in her pajamas talking to the microphone about just regular girl chit chat and she's getting over 500 thousand views like I couldn't wrap my head around I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong and because I feel like I was doing YouTube at that point for all the wrong reasons I had so much resentment towards her and when she sat down on this podcast and was so vulnerable and was so honest and so raw I not only felt terrible about the resentment that I had towards her But I also felt like for the first time in a very long time, I could relate to her and I wanted to cry (laughs) because I, I knew how she was feeling. I was her. And it's crazy because when you watch Alicia Marie's videos, you would never know that that's how she was feeling because it always looks like she's having a good time. Like she does vlogs. I'm going to Malibu for the weekend. I wish I could go to Malibu for the weekend, How many of us wish we could do that? You know, and so you see this and it just seems like she has this amazing life because that's what she presents to us. But there's more to her life than the 10 minute video we watch. And I know I forgot that. And I think a lot of us tend to do that with, you know, these YouTubers, especially the bigger YouTubers. We forget about that. And My heart just goes out to you, Alicia Like I said, I don't think you will ever hear this podcast but on the off chance that you do I just want you to know that I am so sorry That you feel the way that you do. I am so sorry that you don't feel like you are heard Because that was also something else she talked about about feeling like no one taking her advice I feel like Also, you feel like people take you as a joke because you do YouTube like you don't know anything But to get in front of a camera and to shop but you and I said it early and i'll say it again You are so business savvy And the crazy thing is that you've done videos where the title is like how to gain subscribers But you hold back so much information Like I can tell you're holding back Like I've seen your videos where you are full force passion and then I've seen those videos where you are holding back and I always feel like in those videos you hold back. But even though you're holding back, there's still so much joy and light that comes to you when you talk about it. So uh, um, Remy was saying to you that she wants to see a video where you produce a, a video, even if you just keep it on private or you only share it with her Whatever where you talk about something that you enjoy doing and I left this as a comment under that video But I really think that you should do a honest goodness Sit down video and talk about the logistics and the business and not and not hold anything back Just say it you don't have to like put that video out there But like just do it and see if you feel This passion because as a viewer i'm telling you I am telling you When you are talking about putting together outfits, there's a passion there. When you are talking about things that you would like to see a brand do, or if you worked for a brand, how you would market it, there is a passion there. It is a passion that, it's a a passion and a spark that is so different than when you go shopping. Like, I can't explain it. Like, when you go shopping and you do those shopping videos, that's you like shopping and having fun. But when you start talking about putting outfits together, when you start talking about curating photo shoots and, and all these things, there's a spark in you. And I think we all see it. And that spark in you, that that is what helped in part give me my spark to come back to doing my podcast after not recording for over a year. Thank you to the eight people who continued to listen. <laughs> but, you know, Alicia, you have a passion about you for the business end and the marketing end of YouTube. And I love it when you talk about it, even if it's for half a second, because you are just so enthralled with it. And, girl, you are so loved. Remy even said it like people will sit there. You've gained a following where they will sit there and watch you eat a bowl of cereal Like I have watched some of your vlogs where literally all you did was sit at your vanity and talk Girl talk and at the end of it I'm just kind of like did I really just sit here for like 15 minutes and listen to her ramble? like I legit sat through the whole thing (laughs) so Don't worry about And I know that's hard to say Like don't worry about the views or anything like that like Your followers are going to always follow you. They're always going to view whatever you do because you have set that precedence. You have earned that. And nobody can take that away. And I just, I'm praying for you, girl. I hope that mentally you're doing better. And I am so sorry that I resented you and had such... I don't want to say hate because hate is a really strong word, but there was a lot of resentment and animosity towards you because I couldn't think of the other side from what I saw. It was very hard to separate the two, and I apologize for that. And if you did happen to see that video – Because maybe management saw it through hashtags and sent it to you If you did see it and it did hurt your feelings, I am very sorry I highly doubt that you did because again I am so micro small like "Mm, an ant could step on me But you know, I I do want to take accountability for that So if you did see it and it did hurt your feelings, I am so sorry Um, you are beautiful. You are talented and you got this And that is the end of this podcast where I rambled. Thank you guys so much for listening See you next week. Loves and likes you. Bye-bye. Good talk. See you next week.